0: Hello, and welcome to Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. I am Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. This is going to be a neurotic episode, guys. There's been some anxiety. Nothing detrimental. Nothing soul-crushing or brain-breaking. But stuff I've talked about before is going to come up. So if you're a regular listener, which I think I only have, like, two, you'll recognize a few things. Um, If you're a new listener, you'll get the sense of, uh, yeah, that uh, this crap gives me stress. So let's just start with the day job. I'm going to go in order of the list you cannot see, and um, someone's got no cohesive uh, sense, so I think. At the day job, we started the hiring process again. Um, uh, at time of recording last week, I had not received notice from a girl, um, which is no big deal. She's a great worker. She gave me plenty of time. I've got a guy coming in to start training at time of recording today, but um, you know, if you're a long-time listener, you know the hiring process is incredibly incredibly stressful for me I don't like interviewing um I don't like standing on airs and I don't like making people nervous they have to be like oh I gotta be on my best behavior and usually I'm wearing like a Batman t-shirt and I'm like look I'm gonna say fuck during your interview so let's just you know cut the shit and uh you know make this as casual as humanly possible and I like that but it's stressful and you know I get here hours before I actually have to work at the day job and I work on stuff for the network I record this I edit things I post RSSs and posts to our social accounts and try to watch, you know, some of the stuff I talk about on No Plot, Just the Clap. You know, having interviews scheduled, you know, every hour or every half hour kind of puts a dent in that and makes me anxious that, you know, I'm, I am I fell behind, which I'll be talking about in a little bit. But I'm glad that the, the, the hiring process was uh, less painful this time. I've really gotten better at being honest with people in terms of not giving them hope or, um you know, being totally honest and diplomatic and saying, look, um, we'll keep you on file, but I need someone who will have open availability. That's what I'm looking for. We'll keep you on file in case, you know, something opens up. But, um, and usually, you know, they get a little crestfallen, but it's like, that's the reality. You know, if you have another job and you're looking for a second job, I need someone with open availability. I need someone who this is going to be kind of the first job priority. So, um, not saying that this place above all else, but you know, this is a place that pays me, uh, that gives me the money to funnel into the network and to afford all of the Red Bull and cigarettes that uh, no applause, just the clap needs and, and wants. And then, you know, the uh, biweekly pizza I buy for, you know, uh, shooting the gap. So and, uh, and gazo has been going through a little rough patch. So I've been giving him little presents. Um, you know, when he wants a drink, I'll buy him a drink. I don't like people drinking around me, but, you know, I understand. For right now, he needs to self-medicate. I don't agree with it, but I understand that crutch all too well. And as long as it's not rampant abuse and uh, it doesn't affect the show, I've, I've got no problem with it. I have to put on my, you know, producer slash friend hat on that one. Um, the day job was a little stressful. I, there's a uh, a girl that I've I talked about last week that I keep butting heads with. Uh, I think part of it is I don't explain where I'm coming from. I think that there is some amount of fault on me that um, last week I talked about the whole shopping list thing and how she sent me a passive aggressive note as opposed to just asking me where why, why I crossed things off a list. Um, and really, and I said uh, last week, I said, oh, I should have written a little note saying, hey, that's in the back. Well, okay, I need to get better about telling people where I'm coming from because when I see, you know, three people on when there should only be two, they don't know that I suddenly get, you know, anxious about, um, labor costs and stuff like that. And if stuff's getting done or if they're socializing, um, and that's just a waste of labor. If you're not doing anything, I'll find you something to do. And no one ever wants me to find something to do because the first thing I'm going to say is you're going to sweep and mop, or you're going to, um, clean the mop sink, or, you know, there's something that could be deep cleaned. You know, it's not fun stuff, but... Anyway, so I'm giving up on trying to fix her. Um, I know that's a problem with me as as guys. Um, Guys tend to want to fix things. You know what? Whatever problems she's having in her life, whatever problems she's having at work, I am just kind of backing off unless it's totally detrimental to the business. Um, I will try to explain where I come from whenever I critique her uh, constructively. I give up and either she'll, you know, respond to, you know, just being kind of let go and I'd be like, look, there's no safety net now. Um, good luck on that tight wire. Um, or she's going to fall and she's going to hang herself. I don't know. So it's one of those, it's not an experiment. This is whether she knows it or not. Like this is it. Like you fuck up, you fuck up. And there's nothing I'm going to do to, to help. I'm not going to back you. Um, unless, you know, I feel the need to, um, really st- step in speaking of things I need to step into um the novel's progress has been an uphill battle I still haven't written anything in a- over a week um I'm pretty much stalled out you know about the middle of the second chapter um I- I'm not going to make the deadline at this point I know I'm not I'm going to look at it as I need to kind of reevaluate um John Goodwitch's voice uh in my head Um, because I like the stories I'm telling. I just need to make it more uh, in the characters. You know, like I said last week or a couple weeks ago, that he doesn't have that spark. It doesn't have his voice. It doesn't have kind of his swagger. And I just got to rediscover that. And once I do, I'm going to work on it bit by bit by bit by bit because I can just knock out a short story here and there and not feel the pressure of, like, I have to get a word count out. I have to. So I think the pressure was what was getting me. Um, Also, like I said, a lack of just a handle on the character. Um, So I'm probably going to go back, you know, when I have the time, go back, kind of look at what I've got for the second chapter, tweak a few things. I've already done that. I did that actually last week. Um, So I've written more than I thought I have, but still not a significant portion. But I kind of set something up that makes more sense in um, the world that I'm writing in with the John Goodwitch stories, rather, and... We'll see. I mean, it's still, I've got all the story notes. It's still something I want to do. I just, I think the timing of it, I think the pressure of it, that I was jumping in from something that I didn't have. You know, when I started writing last year, when I started writing the second half of the Strangest Kindness book, um, the first Dante Kindness book, I had a handle on that guy's voice like a motherfucker. He was my John Constantine cipher from a failed pitch to DC for an idea for John Constantine for the Hellblazer run. Um, turns out that they plan a lot of comics out, like, years in advance, which you don't think when you pick up a comic you're like, oh, yeah, like, these these people, I mean, you know they're under contracts or that, you know, they have a cohesive idea that's going to run, but, but basically they have, like, the next, like, at least two to three years plotted out at these retreats they go on with writers and artists. And so for me to come in and go, well, you know, this, this writer's arc is ending, I'd like to get in. And they go, oh no, we've got Brent Azzarello locked up for the next, you know, four years for Hellblazer, um, you know, thanks for the pitch, looked nice, but. Um, so I decided I was, you know, gonna take my pitch and turn it into a novel and kind of build my own John Constantine character named Dante Kindness. So, you know, being that I was like halfway through writing that book, I had a handle on that character, and I knew what he was going to do, how he was going to do it. With John Goodwitch, like, I built the notes on, yeah, 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 and then, you know, it's like I know what he's going to do. I just don't know kind of how he's going to do it personally. I didn't have, you know, I know how he approaches problems, but I didn't have his voice down. The dialogue was stilted, and there were things that, you know, uh, I kind of had written out of order where I went, no, I need to move this stuff around because it's going to work better for that. So, I mean, it was kind of a failure of foresight, you know, and that's, I adapted. Um, and like I said, I'll work on stories here and there and, you know, I'll eventually get there. Um, I've got all the notes. I, I love writing the character. I just have to get back to where I was when I started writing the first chapter. That's it. I'm pretty sure the novel's not dead, but I mean, I, I don't think for NaNoWriMo, I, I don't think it's going to happen. This is going to sound like I've been distracting myself on my next little bit. Um, but that's not true uh, That I'm still on my BBC addiction I just started watching the IT crowd Or the IT crowd It's alright, the comedy seems a little broad I worked in IT, so I totally get all the little jokes But I mean, and it's it's actually uh, uh, Written and co-created by the guy who did black books But I don't, you know The guy's named Graham Lindum I think it is um, I, I like Dylan Raine's voice a bit more comedically. So, and I know that uh, Graham Lindham wanted to go back to kind of a, um, away from the mockumentary stuff that BBC was putting out, I go back to kind of a, um, a cut and dry, like sitcom format. And I'm seeing that, and, and once again, so maybe it seems broad because it's supposed to. I'm only, I, I've just watched the first episode, so we'll see kind of how it shakes out. It's, it's four seasons, but they're short, so I'll kind of keep you guys updated on, on, on what I think of that. And, you know, I'll talk about it on No Applause, Just a Clap, as well. Or we'll have talked about it, depending on time travel, depending on string theory. Um, and if all things are happening at once, or if we're on different vibrations of multiple Earths. I did finish Black Books, speaking of uh, Dylan Moran's voice. once thing, loved it. I mean, it's it's very much my, you know, right, right in my wheelhouse. I talked a bit about falling behind. Um, I've been using the Epic Win app, which I talked about, I think, weeks ago, and I talked about it a couple of weeks ago on No Applause, Just the Clap, um, which I keep referring to the show for some strange reason. Um, this isn't... Doug's acute mental plugs. No, you want neuroses. We're going to get to them, believe me, because we're about to get into some anxiety that I've been falling behind. Um, it makes me really anxious when I fall behind. I feel like I'm not being productive. I feel like I'm not living up to my potential. I see thing. I see the word overdue on, on the app, and I'm like, fuck! So, um, you know, I did set up all of the reoccurring to-dos or quests so that everything, you know, once I finish it on this Tuesday it pops up for next Tuesday so forth and so on and all this stuff so I literally built out my week it's going to help me because I'm not doing everything kind of what do I need to do today it's like I'm trying to think of it that day it's like boom 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 here it is and then I plug in the, kind of the straight stuff like change this like Bob get a haircut you know um post this instead of that or you know finish drawing the hand turkey for work so we're, we're doing hand turkeys at work so and I did a Batman one and a Deadpool one which I'll probably pick a, I'll I'll take pictures of and post to Facebook So the random stuff gets plugged in as I need it but um, th- the level up numbers the XP required little high little high unless I set everything for the max amount of XP which I don't because I'm gonna be honest with me it takes me less time to just throw an RSS up on the server than it does. To go get a haircut so why should the rss be more experience points well for one it's more important um because the network will keep going if i don't get a haircut and it's not like i go out to not meet women but my point is that i fall behind it makes me anxious and i'm like and this week i'm like i'm gonna fucking play catch up i'm at least gonna finish i want to finish chapter two this week and just get it off the goddamn overdue list Um, And I like that the app does keep me pretty honest in terms of what I need to do when I need to do it. So it's working out great. It's me that's not. Um, Not the app's fault that, uh, you know, it's not that I even procrastinate. I just don't have the time. This whole interviewing thing, like I said, has thrown my whole rhythm off. And I had a meeting with a PO uh, last week, which went really well. But that ate up time, you know, and I go to a night class on Tuesdays. So that eats up time that I'm not, you know, either taking an input, so then I watch something Wednesday morning as opposed to working on, you know, dot, dot, dot. So you can probably hear that I'm speeding up my voice because, like, I'm, I'm actually getting anxious talking about the anxiety. So I'm trying to play catch-up as best I can. Um, I should be back on track um, by the end of this week. And uh, instead of setting a date for chapter three, I'll just write someday and I'll kind of go, well, if I can kind of pick at it here and there, throughout the next couple weeks, you know, maybe I'll write a short story like every couple weeks. You know, it's, it's, I'm not on a deadline. This isn't a book contract. I'll just, I'll just, you know, kind of, you know, peck away at it and then it'll eventually be done. Um, you know, a short story every two weeks, that puts it, it took me six months to write. Fine. As opposed to a month, fine. You know, do I want it done? Absolutely. I'm still on the novel. Fuck. Um, see, anxiety. Um, it's, it's, it's that I want to write it and I want to get shit done. I have this obsession with making lists and then knocking stuff off them. I like to feel productive. Uh, I've been that way since I was a kid. So, speaking of, I guess, you know, kids, I probably will not be seeing my nieces for uh Thanksgiving. Um, I talked about, you know, uh, a, a little while ago, um, that in, in the late summer I had gone to one of my nieces' birthday parties, I've got two of them. Um, on, um, that are actually, like, by blood. Um, well, they're my second cousins, but they're my nieces. I'm Uncle Doug. Um, as opposed to my non-blood nieces. Or niece. But anyway, that their dad showed up, and, uh, an hour and a half late, and I basically was very honest, and I said, I think you're on drugs. And he did not like my level of honesty. Um, And I think that may have created a schism. And I have talked to my mom and I'm like, have we heard from the family about Thanksgiving? And she goes, nope. And I said, okay. But I I was talking to her and I said, you know, I feel bad that, you know, we don't have a big family and that I may have done something to create this, you know, Grand Canyon, um, you know, and divide the family. And she goes, you know what? I'd rather that you be honest with him because no one else is. Everyone else is in denial or just ignoring it or they're not facing up to whatever it is. She goes, you took that, you know, that baton up and went, fuck you. You're on something. You know, you're showing up to your fucking daughter's birthday. Fucking high, you scumbag. That's bullshit. Um, she goes, whether it was true or not, you know, if it, he may be playing the victim, he may not be. I don't, I, I personally don't know. I haven't talked to him in six months. I thought about reaching out to him maybe with the holiday season and going, you know what, I need to apologize, not for what I said, but maybe how I said it and when I said it, but I'm not going to apologize for what I said. I think there's something going on and I think you may need to explain it to me. And I think that, you know, maybe at the beginning of next year when I'm off of probation and I can um, not have uh, abject terror at being around someone who may be um, on something, I mean, I, I wouldn't like it anyway, but at least I wouldn't be putting myself at a huge risk. The risk will be minimal at best. That I can sit down with them and go, Look, okay, now I can, you know, we can sit down with a couple beers. And we can talk this thing out. Like, you need to explain where you're coming from. Because I obviously don't understand. Or I, or, or I completely understand. And I'm right. Which is even fucking worse. And you need to fucking get help. Because your life is fucking falling apart. And the thing is... Uh, He has no money to lose And he barely sees his kids And the wife already is They're already divorced And you know the parents are in denial There's no fucking rock bottom for him He has literally nothing to lose They're going to come home and find him fucking dead And I'm going to get up and go You know what I love my cousin But however long ago I called this So fucking told you so And then I'm just going to walk off And go you're all fucking idiots no one fucking called him out except for me. And now he's fucking dead. The end. So, anyway, we'll see what happens with Thanksgiving. Um, I doubt I will see. Um, my mom's side of the family. My dad is fucking, I don't know, like I said, uh, every year I refuse to call the man to remind him to call me for my birthday. I'm, I'm still waiting for a birthday call from two years ago, a year ago. We'll see about this year. Maybe he'll go for the trifecta. He'll go for the hat trick. I don't know. We'll see. Other than that, that's it. Uh, So from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, I am Doug, and from Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. Have a happy holidays, Internet.